Welcome to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast, where you will learn how to identify, evaluate, negotiate, perform due diligence on, finance, turn around and operate mobile home parks. And now, here is your host, the fifth largest mobile home park owner in the United States, Frank Rolf. Beware the silver tsunami. It's going to be a bigger, more catastrophic event than any hurricane America has ever seen. It's going to be effectively a housing apocalypse. On this edition of the Mobile Home Park Mastery podcast, we're going to talk about the silver tsunami, what it is, and how to prepare for it if you're a mobile home park owner or buyer. First off, what is a silver tsunami? Well, that's simple. Basically, those who are baby boomers, those born between 1946 and 1964, of which I am a member, well, we're all aging. And at some point in time, as you age, you come to the end of the line. You either downsize your home or you simply die and it goes to sale to your heirs or through an auction or whatever the case may be. And right now, the way demographics are going for baby boomers, the silver tsunami is basically beginning. And what it means is you're going to have roughly a third a little over 20 million homes dumped on the market over the next 10 to 15 years. Now, to put that in perspective, that means that one in every three homes in America is going to turn over during that period. And that's going to have some unbelievably dramatic effects on everything as we know it today. Home values, entire markets may become endangered. So how does it work exactly? Well, we kind of know right now where the baby boomers live. That's tracked. We know where that is. The U.S. Census can tell us that. You can look up on bestplaces.net and see the aging of the demographics of the different profiles of who lives in your town. But the first net effect you've got based on what they think the silver tsunami is going to cause is potentially migration away from some areas that have been very strong for retirees of the baby boomer generation, but that younger people may not share. In fact, there's a map that shows where the risk is the greatest. And I'll just read off to you the first four markets. I'm sure you can already guess them. Tampa, St. Petersburg, Florida, Tucson, Arizona, Miami, Florida, Orlando, Florida. Get the point? Basically areas where baby boomers currently congregate to retire. Those are the areas which logically will have the greatest number of homes that will churn. Palm Springs, California is one example. We'll have 41% of its entire housing stock churn between now and mid-2035. So what does it mean? Well, the first thing you need to know is you need to be careful around those markets. If you're looking to buy a mobile home park in an area that is overly weighted in baby boomers, be careful. Because if younger buyers don't want to step in and live in those markets, you may see mass migrations of population out of those markets simply based on demand. Nobody wants to move back in. Now, I myself know people who have dabbled in moving to Florida and other hot retirement areas, only to become disheartened and move back. And I don't hear much about any younger people, very few millennials that are certainly breaking down the doors saying, oh my gosh, I want to live in Tampa. So you may see massive migration shifts in America, areas that were once beloved suddenly become cold. So just be very, very careful now. If you want to get a map on this, if you'll just go online and you can Google up silver tsunami of housing, you'll find quite a few bit of charts and graphs on the topic and you can start getting an idea on the markets 
but you can kind of guess what the markets are because it's those heavy retirement areas. Now, that's not to say everything else is okay. If you look down the list of markets and the potential exposure, one that pops up way up the thing is Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee has 30.8% of all housing churning by the year 2037. Why is that? Well, Knoxville has always been very heavy in the military. A lot of, I guess, retired military people hung around Knoxville. So it's not just Florida. It's not just California. It's not just Arizona. However, those areas definitely will be the hardest hit. Number two, you need to be very careful around senior parks, not just areas that cater to seniors, but mobile home parks in all areas that are senior-oriented, because we just don't know if today's young people want to live in mobile home parks in retirement. You know, a lot of people who live in mobile home parks today who are baby boomers were familiar with the product line from perhaps a career in the military. However, Young people don't really have that same background. They don't really know the asset that well. And they may just refuse to live in smaller spaces. I know we see a lot on HGTV about tiny homes, but I'm not really sure that millennials all share that desire to live in an old mobile home. And let's be honest, in a lot of those Florida and California parks, those are not modern 14, 16, and 18 wide mobile homes. Those things are 8 and 10 and 12 wides, very, very tiny I don't know if the average millennial wants to live in a bedroom that will only hold a twin-size bed. Just not sure of that. So be very careful on your senior parks. Now, senior parks have a problem. They have a senior designation. And with that designation, it means that you have to be 55 and over to basically live there. So even if the demand is for young people to live in those parks, they can't. They're restricted. It's the only time that HUD allows you to discriminate. Now, there are other parks out there which may have a lot of seniors, but they're not senior designated properties. Those can shift over time. There's no restriction on young people moving in. So you could have a a mobile home park that's 80% senior and it could shift 10 years later, only 20% senior, and that's okay because there's no restriction. I'm talking here about those parks which through HUD are mandated as senior-only parks. Again, you find these very, very heavily in Florida, California, and Arizona which makes it doubly as dangerous because not only will people be moving out perhaps in large quantities, but you can't even house any young people if you could find any because your designation won't allow it. So also be very, very careful around senior parks. In fact, I've been writing articles on that now, I think for about five or 10 years because I knew this moment would come at some point. And I've always been concerned about young people agreeably wanting to retire into mobile home parks. Another thing you need to do, go long on your debt. Here's what's going to happen. When that silver tsunami hits, you're going to have all these homes come on the market, not enough buyers to possibly support that number of homes on the market, and consequently prices will fall. In some markets, prices will collapse. As those prices collapse, lenders will take enormous losses because most Americans have been using their single-family home as a piggy bank for far too long now, financing it and refinancing it. So what will happen is instead of being a store of wealth, it'll be a store of debt. And when those prices go down and those homes all result in losses, there will be some kind of of tsunami in the banking industry from people who are terrified overnight about real estate lending. Now, even though it's single family only, their terror will filter into all forms of real estate as people suddenly don't know what to do. And many banks become extremely strained on making loans. So what does it mean? It means... Go long on your debt. If you have a loan coming up on a mobile home park you're buying, 
Try and go 10 years. Try and go 12 years if you can. The agency debt allows you to go up to 12 years in length. Try to stay away from short-term debt because you need time to react. If you put a three-year loan on a mobile home park, and assuming you need to refi that at least a year ahead of the end, that only gives you two years. What if within the next two years, there's some kind of market correction on the lending? At least if you go longer term out, the early form of silver tsunami will already have taken root and lenders will have readjusted. They aren't going to stop making all loans, but there may be periods where with instability, they don't make loans. You don't want to be trapped during those periods. So be very, very careful if you can on your debt length. Try and go as far out as you humanly can because the farther out you go, the greater security you get. Now, if you sense it's time to do something five, seven years out, you can still refinance a long-term debt. You can still do it. Now, if it's conduit debt, you'd have to pay a defeasance penalty. But still, you want to manage your debt effectively through the silver tsunami because it's going to be very, very choppy waters on debt. In fact, I would say that for most park owners, other than the senior parks on the family parks, the greatest exposure risk will be on the debt itself. But at the same time, despite all these many consequences, I think it's still a very good time to buy mobile home parks. Why is that? Well, it's a contrarian bet on the whole silver tsunami occurrence. Don't forget that part of the silver tsunami, a big portion is downsizing into more affordable quarters. And of course, mobile home parks are the only thing out there that gives you a detached dwelling at a much lower price. We're already seeing that in a lot of our mobile home parks. Take our park up in Traverse City, Michigan as an example. We've been filling that park at a very rapid clip because a lot of people up in that part of America want to retire to Traverse City. And why not? It's beautiful. It has lots of things to do there, both in summer and in winter. You can buy a mobile home in our mobile home park up in Traverse City for about forty dollars or $50,000. And if you sell your house for $250,000 elsewhere in Michigan, you can buy a home in Traverse, put $200,000 in the bank, and have an unbelievably high quality of life. So mobile home parks are very much a part of the silver tsunami, but on the good side, on the receiving end, because we can take in that demand that people are looking for as far as downsizing, that's still good. And don't forget, you're always going to have this entire demand for affordable housing throughout the housing cycle. It doesn't matter if houses that were valued at half a million fall to 250, homes that were valued at a million fall to 500. Our customers are not even in that ball game. They're out there looking for affordable housing from day one. They are not going to be restricted or impacted by the silver tsunami. So despite the silver tsunami and its impacts on geography, its impact on senior parks, and its impact on lending, we still think that mobile home parks are a great investment and a great bet going into the silver tsunami. That being said, learn about it, study it, be aware of it. It's going to be a groundbreaking megatrend. Most people are very unfamiliar with the silver tsunami in housing, but it's coming soon. And if you're smart, like any other natural weather event like a hurricane, you always want to plan ahead and play it smart. This is Frank Roth, the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast Series. Hope you enjoyed this. Talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Be sure to visit us at mhpmastery.com to subscribe to the show, read our show transcriptions, and access all of our great information on mobile home park investing. 